so I decided that I was going to put uh, some vegan protein powder in my oatmeal smoothie this morning. And I've been farting up a storm all day. And I was trying to figure I was like, why do my farts stink? Because my farts don't usually stink. But today, they've been ungodly. Um, and it's one of those things where, you know how you there's a food that you stop eating and because you haven't eaten in a while, you forget why you did. And you go, hey, it can't do any harm. Other people are eating this. And I'm reminded of why I stop using uh, protein powders. Because whether they are dairy-based or plant-based or gluten-free or non-GMO or they have all those certifications and things on it and uh, I don't care if it's from Whole Foods or Target, it it makes my fart stink. I don't care if it has three ingredients or a thousand. Uh, it is not good for me or anyone close to me. And uh, so I was training my clients this morning and just trying to hold in these farts because I train them in their homes. So... Uh, I just want to share that with you guys because a lot of times, because I, I don't know if you know this, but your farts are not supposed to stink. They're not supposed to. They, they should have actually no odor, no odor. Um, and, you know, and I, I feel like it's the same thing in terms of the way we feel and the way we move. Like we're not supposed to, this whole thing where people are like, uh, oh, yeah, I'm just, you know, I'm just old. It's like, no, 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 no. There's something, yes, aging is, is natural. Uh, feeling a little off uh, is natural. But there's, there's, there are things that we also are doing that are contributing. There are things that we're taking in. The TV shows that we're watching, the music that we're listening to, the, you know, the food how we are feeding our minds and our emotions and our thoughts that could yield some stinky farts in the form of depression or anxiety or feelings of loneliness. Um, you know, so be aware of what you're taking in. And it's hard because we're taking so many different things in. And even if you know, you try to block out all of the news and the media and, uh, you know, uh, certain types of music or songs. It, you know, it's like you can hear your neighbors playing something or your friends will talk about it or you overhear a conversation that, that you know, these. And so these seeds get dropped. And depending on um, our how we are already right, our current state, that that seed could flourish uh, into some stinky farts or it could flourish into something beautiful. But but it's all um, dependent on where we are. I don't want to start off with, with talking about farts, but it's a natural, it's, a, it's a, something that the body naturally does. So we have to get into it. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Before You Kill Yourself. 
you with your host, Leo Flowers. And uh, today we're going to talk about blood type and uh, and how your blood type, uh, one, could affect your mental health. We're going to get into that a little bit. And then the second thing we're really going to delve into is how to take care of yourself based on your blood type. So, you know, once you hear once you hear your blood type, you could you could tune out. You could you could you could switch over to another episode. But we're gonna go through the four blood types A, A, B, O, and B, and find out which one of these are the most susceptible to uh mood disorders and uh quote unquote mental illness. And and then also find out what the strengths and weaknesses are of each one so that you can better take care of yourself, so that you can thrive and you can identify some of the things that um, are blocking, interfering with, challenging your success and, um, and you know, so that you can feel good or that at least you can feel present and calm and, and, un- and undisturbed, you know, and not be yielding stinky farts uh first i want to get into two news things one personal news i just want to shout out and say thank you to everyone in el paso i just got back from el paso this morning doing some shows and the audience turned up you know uh for those of you who didn't know like you know they just had a, uh, a shooting at the uh, walmart in el paso and it's a small town so the entire town you know felt affected it's like i live in la and if there's a shooting here, uh, you know, the entire city doesn't rally around it. But uh, in El Paso, it's such a small city. But it is growing. It really is growing. Um, everywhere you go in El Paso, you see El Paso strong. And I think what's beautiful about that is that it's a reminder uh, that we're connected. You know, this entire city at, you know, whether even at the airport, billboards, uh, restaurants, car dealerships, everybody had hashtag El Paso strong. And so as damaging um, and as violent, as horrendous as that shooting was at Walmart, they're even tearing it down and are gutting the whole thing and, and uh, uh, rebuilding it from the inside out. Uh, still going to be a Walmart, but they just, you know, they just want to erase any memory of that incident. So shout out to Walmart for doing that and, and being respectful. Um, but just a reminder that, you know, we as a people come together, man, when when tragedy hits. And it's it's a shame that it takes something like that to be reminded of how connected we are and how much love we really do have for each other but at the same time uh it's good to be reminded it's why you know when you're in a relationship you want to hear i love you 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 want to you want you want that hug that lasts a a few seconds longer right you want to get that that little note in your in your lunchbox uh just saying hey i'm thinking about you right so uh, it was a beautiful thing. The people showed up. Great spirits. Um, they're, they're not going to be thwarted by this. They're going to thrive. They're going to come together. And uh, they're going to get past it. So shout out to El Paso for coming to the shows. I appreciate you. 
I love you all, and we will be back. Uh, and then the second thing is, you know, speaking of, you know, places coming together, you know, I know a lot of my listeners, uh, I can see the breakdown. Some of you are like uh, in rural areas, you know, like a Montana, a Nebraska, uh, and even Alaska. And so I just wanted to, I'm highlighting Alaska and what they're doing because it's a reminder that even if you're, you are in these rural areas, people are thinking about you. People are coming together. Uh, things are getting done. And sometimes you're just not aware of it for whatever reason. You know, your local public library is always a good source. Or you can just Google mental health or suicide and then your city or state and just to see what is being done, what's going on, what resources are available to you. So in um, in Anchorage, Alaska, you know the the male suicide rate is four times higher than that, uh, or not Anchorage, but in Alaska, period, it's four times higher than the national average. Um, and so you know they have a lot of problems, and it's not a lot of job opportunities. It's a very rural area, so there's a lot of isolation and loneliness. And so people are uh, really coming together. There's a um, uh, 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 what do you call this thing? A group called the Alaska Native Tribal Health Consortium, A N T H C. Uh, they have a suicide prevention program, and you can contact them if you're in Alaska for resources and events. And so there's a, a basketball former basketball player, Damon Bell Holter, who grew up in Alaska, and uh, and after he retired from the NBA. He went back to start a mentorship program for the youth of Alaska because he, he, he recognizes that, you know, he has to help the kids. You have to, and it's not that you start with the kids, but, you know, it's a three-pronged effort, right? Something, a program to target the kids. Uh, there's a program for adults that they've started. Um, and then it's called uh, The Way of the Human Being. And, uh, and so that's another program in Alaska. And then there's another program, I forget the name of it, Mountain Village uh, Program. So there are all these different programs. And this is in the Anchorage Daily News that are uh, uh, targeting um, uh, suicide specifically in that area. So whatever area you are in, just know that there are people who are rooting for you, championing for you, and, uh, and, 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 and working to make a difference. And if you feel like that presence isn't there, you can start your own uh, group, uh, library, um, anything. Even if you talk to a mental health professional and say, hey, what can I do? How, what, how do I help provide resources or find other people in my same situation? who may not be able to afford uh, one-on-one therapy. Uh, ask those questions, ask around, and, and somebody somewhere uh, wants to reach out and help you. Um, all right. Um, oh, you know, last thing I want to say about El Paso is, you know, it dawned on me that, um, you know, I was headlining there at the, at the comic strip, and... You know, before every show, there's there's always the pregame jitters, the anxiety. And I realized 
that whether I'm doing five minutes, oh, remind me to apologize to you also about, because um, I said I would pop, I would air a new episode every day this month for Suicide Awareness Month, and or at least during the week, Monday through Friday, and I missed a few days last week. It was, it, and so let me explain that really quickly. I recorded three episodes that were going to be uploaded and ready to post on the days that I was gone to El Paso. And of course, I waited to the last minute to do all that. And then the sound on all of them were crap. I, I could, I don't know what I did, but it did not turn out well. So I have a little anxiety about recording this one because I'm like, I didn't do anything differently. But the sound was horrible on um, all three of them. So I didn't post those. So know that I, I was thinking about you, but that's, that, but that's what will happen was. Excuse me. So I just want to apologize for that. All right, coming back. Um, I realized that whether I'm doing five minutes or an hour or 30 minutes on stage, my anxiety level is still the same because it still requires the same amount of preparation. They said this about um, uh, whether you're shooting a full-length movie, a 90-minute movie, or you're, you're shooting a 10-minute sketch, it requires the same amount of effort. And I bring that up to say that if whatever you're doing, go all the way. And it doesn't mean that you don't do sketches or you don't do five minutes or you don't do 10 minutes, you don't build up. But if you're in that space where you're teeter-tottering, if you're in between the highest level and the lowest level, you, you might as well work towards going all the way because it takes up the same amount of mental bandwidth. Your, anxiety is anxiety. It doesn't, um, it's not going to be less for one thing than the other. If the anxiety is there before you get on stage, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be there before you get on any stage. If the, if the anxiety is there before you talk to a stranger, then it doesn't matter the stranger. So you, instead of, so you might as well talk to Bill Gates. You might as well talk to, to Oprah or The Rock or Will Smith or Jada Pinkett. It's, it's like if you have an anxiety around a particular thing, know that, that that's just always going to be there. Embrace that and then act anyway, right? Don't, it, it's, you know. So I just wanted to bring that up because I felt like that was, that was just something that stuck out in my head and... Um, I thought that was uh, extremely valuable to share with you. All right, so for this blood type diet, because you know I've talked a lot about it uh, on this podcast, and I'm blood type B, and I've downloaded the Eat Right for Your Blood Type uh, app, which gives you a list of all the foods to eat and exercises to do and things like that. And there's a, there's a books, and there's actually a myriad of books. There's the original book, Eat Right for Your Blood Type, and then there are supplemental books that you can uh, read that one's a cookbook another one is uh, more of a wellness book and so you know I I got all the books and I want to share this with you because a lot of times we walk around not really knowing how to take care of ourselves and I don't mean just feeling fine 
I'm talking about feeling optimal, all right? So I'm going to go through, uh, oh, before I get into that, because when I looked at it, I was, I was wondering if there are, um, if there's a correlation between your blood type and mental health. And what the research has shown is that uh, if you have blood type O, blood type O, that uh, there's a high correlation with uh, mental uh, with mental uh, illnesses or mood disorders, right? So the highest correlation is blood type O, and then the second highest is A, and then a, uh, B, and then AB. So AB comes in at the lowest, but O uh, tests high for manic depression, melancholia, uh, unspecified schizophrenia, um, and so it, it extremely high for O. So if you have blood type O, um, you know know that that that's a part of it. So that you know that the, it's just this thing that you have, and then you can accept it and, and move forward, and, and it's not something that you can get rid of. I was listening to a podcast earlier. Uh, the moth, and the guy was talking about how everybody in his family is bald, even the women. They all go bald, and they go bald young. And he was trying to fight it, and eventually he just embraced that he was going bald. He, he did the Rogaine, he did the comb over, he was about to do the surgery. And he was like, you know what, I'm just going to shave it all off. So he he embraced the fact that he was going bald and uh, and, and didn't try to fight it. So I think that when you embrace your depressive symptoms or your melancholia or your schizophrenia, then you it it allows you to strategize, come put a strategy so that you can live with it versus hoping it will go away. Because those to me are two different strategies. Is the, the belief that this thing that you have will go away, like it'd be like him believing that one day his hair will grow back, um, versus saying all right, this is just the nature of things. And so I have to figure out how to live with this and not fight it. Okay. So with that said, I'm going to go into the four blood types and, and then we're going to talk about how you can thrive. All right. How to live right. So Let's start with blood type O, right? Because I, I don't want to leave you guys hanging. And if you don't know your blood type, go to the doctor. Find out. Uh, you know, lazy. I, I, it's fascinating to me the number of women who go to the gynecologist every year and still do not know their blood type. So get your blood type O. Uh, uh, figure out your blood type. You can order a kit on Amazon. And I think it's $10, I think, 10 or $20. And they'll mail it to you, you prick your finger, and then you right there could figure out, um, it gives you everything you need to figure out right then and there what your results are, all right? So blood type O, here's, how, here's the best way for you to thrive, okay? Uh, and this is on the app, the Eat Right for Your Blood Type app. One, develop clear plans and goals and tasks Annual, monthly, weekly, daily to avoid impulsivity. So blood type, oh, you're a little impulsive. 
So you you know and and yes, should we all plan? Definitely, but especially blood type O because you're impulsive. Two, make lifestyle changes gradually rather than trying to tackle everything at once. Three, eat all meals, even snacks seated at a table. Four, chew slowly and put your fork down between bites of food. <laughs> Maybe I'm part blood type O because I definitely uh, scar food down. I don't do that. When I was a kid, that's what I did. And now I've learned to, to I try to chew. <sighs> I didn't have my nap today, a little jet lagged. Um, and now I try to chew. I try to get 30 bites in before I swallow. Uh, where am I? Five. Avoid making big decisions or spending money when stressed. I mean, that's a rule for everybody. A lot of these are rules for everybody. Uh, blood type O, this is all very general, but um, uh, mine seems to be more specific. Anyway, uh, seven, do something physical when you feel anxious. Eight, engage in 30 to 45 minutes of aerobic exercise at least four times per week. And last one, when you crave a pleasure-releasing substance, do something physical. So it, it sounds like, you know, for blood type O's, you know, basically it's if, you, if, you, if you're impulsive, right, with your money, uh, with whatever uh, you're impulsive about, uh, sex, drugs, uh, have clear plans for the month week, daily, and the year. Not every not everybody requires that. Some people are very good at being disciplined day to day without all that planning. But blood type O, uh, you definitely need to, to figure that out and, and get a dry erase board. That's what I do. I have a dry erase board, a ca- calendar dry erase board, and every month uh, I write in there so I can see exactly what my month is going to look like and uh, what gaps I need to fill in and, and what I have to be excited about and, and things like that. And, and just also write in my monthly calendar uh, my, the mindset for that month. And I get that from my astrology. I just look at my astrology. It doesn't matter what website you go to. Just so you have an idea of like where your head, where your head should be. And, and it really helps me to lock in uh, every month. I look up my astrology to see what that is. All right, so that's blood type O. Let's get to blood type A. Uh, all right, blood type A. Cultivate creativity and expression in your life. Two, establish a consistent daily schedule. Consistent daily schedule, blood type A. It'll be all over the place. Go to Number three, go to bed no later than 11 p.m. Right, try to get you eight to, uh, or more hours of sleep. Four, take at least two breaks of 20 minutes during each, uh, during the work day, right? So two breaks, 20 minutes each every day. You could stretch, you can walk, you can do some deep breathing exercises, meditate. Uh, five, don't skip meals. So yeah, so, you know, and that's important because a lot of people be trying to, you know, we get on these diets and, uh, and then we end up starving ourselves, but you can't do that. Especially for blood type A, make sure you're eating on, uh, you know, you're all about the, the schedule. So so stay, figure out what that schedule is and uh, and stick to it. 
next one, eat more protein at the start of the day, less at the end. So see, there's something very specific that's interesting, is that if you're blood type A, you want to load up on your, your meats, your quinoa, your beans, your eggs, things like that, to start your day, to kind of ground you and center you. And then, you know, maybe for dinner, uh, you know, it could be uh, like a, a lentil or, you know, some type of uh, pasta or a tuna salad or something like that. Um, but, you know, you can go heavier early on and then lighter as the day goes on, um, which that is not the case for me. Uh, next, don't eat when you're anxious. That's for anybody. And that's something I got to work on. Don't eat when I'm anxious. I thought that was only time to eat. Ha ha ha. Next, eat smaller, more frequent meals. Oh, that makes sense. So, you know, I I do. I felt I realized I do much better eating like three times a day. That's it. Breakfast, lunch, dinner. I don't really need to snack. But if you're blood type A, apparently you need probably like three big meals. Not three big meals, but three meals, three snacks. Right. Um. Next one, engage in 30 to 45 minutes of calming exercise at least three times a week. So, you know, this whole lifestyle of like P90X and and going nuts, that's not for every blood type. Some of you, uh, maybe on some days, maybe the other three days, you can go, um, you can go ham, as they say, you can go beast mode. But the other three days, calming calming do some yin yoga right uh next one plan regular screening for heart disease and cancer prevention all right so blood type a heart disease cancer prevention get that looked at don't play around with that go see your doctor and lastly always chew food thoroughly to enhance digestion and and you know for that rule is like i'll try to do the 30 uh the 32 rule you know, I try to chew everything at least 30 times or else uh, you could end up choking to death, which I think a lot of people don't. I think I don't think we realize how many people die every year from choking because they haven't swallowed their food or they swallowed something that their body was uh, intolerant to. Uh, all right. So let's look at AB. AB. One, if you're blood type AB, cultivate your social nature in welcoming events. Avoid situations that are highly competitive. Oh, you're you're, you're super cooperative there, A.B. Look at you. Uh, Two, avoid ritualistic thinking and fixating on issues, especially those you can't control. That's a rule for everyone. Uh, Three, develop a clear plan for goals and tasks. So you're just like, uh, oh, well, you need that annual, monthly, and weekly, uh, and daily uh, to-do list and, uh, and, and to be goal-oriented uh, with that type of vision. Uh, four, make lifestyle changes gradually rather than trying to face them all at once. All right, I think that's blood type. Was that Oh, I forget. Anyway, uh, engage in 45 to 60 minutes of aerobic exercise at least twice a week. Balanced by daily stretching, meditation, or yoga. Uh, Six, engage in a community, neighborhood, or other group activity that gives you a meaningful connection to a group. We all need that, right? That community. Um, Seven, practice visualization techniques 
daily. And if you don't know how to visualize, there's so many YouTube videos that will guide you through uh, visualization, right? There are books about it. There's many different ways you can visualize your future. And, and uh, some research has shown that the best way to visualize what you want is not only to think about what you want, but then to also think about the internal obstacles to getting there, right? So say like you want to lose 10 pounds, your internal struggle is probably like your carb cravings. So then what are you going to do to counteract that? What's your what's going to be your counterattack? So you have to visualize all those different things, not just the goal, but the obstacles to your goals, whether they're internal and or external, right? Which in, anytime you set a goal, you're going to have both. So take some time to think about those and come up with that. Um, and then next one, also carve out alone time. Have at least one sport, hobby, activity that you perform independently of others. And then last one, break up your work day with some physical activity, especially if your job is sedentary. You'll feel more energized. And like I said, a lot of these are rules for most people, but, um, you know, it's good to know exactly how you should be thinking about your life. Because, uh, you know, when I read over these, I was like, oh, I don't. I think so. Now we're going to go on to B. And B, he was talking about how, you know, it's so important for me to be spontaneous. And I'm like, I'm not. Oh, I was like, I do need to be more spontaneous because I actually love those moments. All right. So I'm reading Blood Type B, which is me. Me, 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 me. All right, number one, visualization is a powerful technique for type Bs. If you can visualize it, you can achieve it. Dope. Which, like I said, I already talked to you about how I do that. Number two, find healthy ways to express your nonconformist side. For me, that's stand-up comedy, obviously, and this podcast. You know, not, there's, I don't think, there's, I think there's one other podcast that focuses strictly on Suicide, but uh, also wear some funky socks. I think that counts as nonconformity. Um, Excuse me. Three, spend at least 20 minutes a day involved in some creative task that requires your complete attention. Right? So that, for me, that's this, that's writing. I have so many creative things. You know, when I fly, I take uh, Spanish-speaking workbook, which I know it's not super creative, but it's, it's more um, mental, mentally stimulating, right? But, uh, but yeah, always having something to, to keep me uh, feeling creative. Number four, go to bed no longer than 11 p.m. I, I think that's par for the course. Uh, five, use meditation to relax during breaks. I actually meditated this morning. Um, because I got in at 8.30 this morning, and the Uber driver missed the turn to to get me home, and I was already in a time crunch. And and it was no way to go back. And so it added like an extra 15 minutes to the drive. Uh, and so, and I, I just wanted to, I wanted to do a lot of things. And what I decided to do was meditate. So it worked. Um, next one, engage in a community, neighborhood, or other group activity that gives you a meaningful connection to a group. 
you know, uh, B blood types are natural born networkers. I have people say that to me all the time that they're like, oh man, you make friends really easy, Leo Flowers. Who knew it was because of my blood type? And the last two uh, is uh, be spontaneous, which I've been working on. I actually, my my <laughs> me being spontaneous was going to go see Downtown Abbey at uh, uh, at the movie theater in El Paso because I was like, oh, let me check out Downtown Abbey. Let me let me watch something I typically wouldn't watch, and I walked out on it because it's not something I would typically watch. But, hey, that's the price you pay for spontaneity. And then last one, as they age, type Bs have a tendency to suffer memory loss and have decreased mental acuity. Stay sharp by doing tasks that require concentration, such as crossword puzzles, or learn a new skill or language. So for me, it's, it's, I'm studying Spanish right now using Duolingo, using the workbooks, Every now and again, I do a crossword puzzle. I absolutely love those. Those are so much fun. Um, I, I thought crossword puzzles were for super old people. Maybe I am super old, but I find that I really do enjoy them, and uh, it, it keeps my mind uh, engaged, and, uh, and I do. I feel sharp. So there you have it. If any of that feels true for you, uh, you got any value out of that, definitely uh, get the book. And uh, uh, what else was I going to say? Yeah, definitely get the book, Eat Right for Your Blood Type. Uh, oh, and let's do a little uh, meditation at the end. Let's, let's uh, close our eyes if you're driving. Keep your eyes open, obviously. And uh, find yourself in a nice, comfortable chair. And let's close our eyes. Sitting up straight. Taking a deep breath, a big inhale, and exhale. One more time, big inhale, and exhale. So we're going to do something called tactical breathing, where we're going to breathe in for four seconds, hold for four seconds, and then exhale for four. So I'll I'll do the first round with you, and then we'll just do it on our own for about a minute or two, and then I will close you guys out, okay, or close us out. So big inhale for four Three, two, and hold for four, three, two, one, and exhale for four, three, two, one, and hold. And now you're on your own for the four counts. And I'll check back in with you in about a minute or two.
One more inhale for four. Hold for four. Exhale, four, three, two, one. And open your eyes, wiggle your fingers, move your toes. And I want to thank you for once again tuning in. I want to thank you all for rating it five stars, so many five star reviews on iTunes. Uh, so many comments. It really, uh, it really means a lot to me. Uh, you know, when I was doing a show in El Paso and talking about mental health and and, and my struggles, uh, it, it was really heartwarming to have people come up to me after the show and thank me for for sharing that and talking about it and and highlighting it. Um, and so, just a reminder that. Uh, there are other people out there who are experiencing what you're experiencing. And so there's no need to have shame around it or guilt. Um, But there is a need to be vulnerable and open and share your story and also ask for help. Remember, this podcast is not a substitute for calling the 1-800 number or uh, talking to a therapist or using any of the mental health apps like BetterHelp or Talkspace. So there's a lot of online support that you can have uh, and uh, that are, the, the costs are, are extremely reasonable. Um, and I understand that some of you, every penny counts. But uh, there are even places that do it pro bono. If you're a vet, tap into those resources but there, there is someone out there uh, that is willing, able, uh, that's willing and able to listen and talk to you. Namaste, and we will talk to you again soon.